Podcast! 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 Hello, welcome back to the Muppets Podcast. I am Jimmy in Georgia. I am your host here for the Muppets Podcast, the official podcast of WakaWaka.net, and a proud member of Jimmy in Georgia Radio. And we're here today to talk about Muppets. It is 7.31 as I record, and hopefully this will be posted later on this evening. I, at least that's the plan. <laughs> it's been a little over a month since our last episode, and we've had listener feedback last time. Previously, we had a Star Wars-themed episode. This time, we're going back to what used to be always the format of the show, which is just some Muppet and other Jim Henson slash Sesame Street-related news. And so we've got a few stories to talk about today that we're going to try to jump into and bring you along if you haven't heard these already. And if you have, hopefully bring you some new information and definitely go from there. We have a, a wide range, a wide range. I'm Baba Wata's Bopoting Wipe. We have a wide range of things here to talk about from Broadway to comic books, libraries to YouTube. I don't know, something like that. But anyway, if you're joining us for the first time, this is the Muppets Podcast. We talk about all things related to, as we just mentioned, Jim Henson, the Muppets, Sesame Street, Fraggle Rock, all those types of things. This is a new addition for this episode, actually. We're now featured in Stitcher On Demand Radio, so if you use Stitcher to uh, find your podcast, maybe you're a new listener, and maybe you've, you've found us for the first time, and we do try to cover Muppet news and other things, but we do focus on Muppets, we focus on the Jim Henson Company, which covers a few things, Braggle Rock, for example, The Labyrinth, Dark Crystal, other other properties there, the Jim Henson Creature Shop Challenge was recently on Sci-Fi, those types of things. And also we do try to cover occasionally, not quite as much, um, the Sesame Street Workshop Gang. Uh, and they have a few things going on. I have a, a couple of things I think we're going to talk to today. Look at about pretty much all those ranges of subjects. So that's, that's good to get back into some news covering the gambit, if you will, of the Muppets podcast. As we try to do from time to time. And one thing, I've kind of realized this as a podcaster, as I've been trying to do this for a while, and not to say that I'm the expert, oh, I'm so good at it, but the news stuff, it's interesting when it's new, like, you know, before it happens or, you know, something, whatever, but I know afterwards that definitely downplays the re-listenability of it all. And so I've tried here and there not to be so news-heavy. You know, it, it varies, just depending on what we have to discuss. I know coming up in the next couple of episodes, we'll be going back to the Star Wars connections to this whole Muppet universe. Um, I think we're going to be focusing a little bit more on the Sesame Street side of things and, you know, whatnot. But that'll be a fun episode, and so we're, we're looking forward to that. And try to keep it fresh, to keep it varied, even in my random bad impressions. And Well, I guess... One thing we can mention before we get into any more news, uh, I think you maybe have noticed this if you're a Netflix subscriber. Definitely seems to be a little more Muppet material available there. So several of the movies are there now. If you uh, have that service, you can check them out as part of your service. I always kind of think in my mind, oh, I can watch these for free. Well, kind of. (laughs) I can watch them on demand uh, because I've paid my $8 a month. 
And I don't know, I'm still hoping for some other things to show up there. I know Disney has signed this deal, and we've talked about it before, and I don't want to get into all that again. But uh, hopefully there will be some more Muppet content there coming from Muppet Studios slash Disney in the near future. Another little piece of news, just briefly touch on here before we get going to the show proper. Uh, Muppets Most Wanted is going to be released on DVD and Blu-ray and such digital, all those fine and fancy things. In just over a week, uh, as I record, it is the 31st of July, and we're, you know, 12 days away, I guess. It comes out on August 12th, a Tuesday. Uh, for those of you who are interested, <laughs> judging from some of our listener feedback, there are definitely some of you out there who, you know, aren't a big fan of the Muppets Most Wanted. That, yeah, that's okay. I liked it. I'll definitely be picking this one up on the old Blu-ray. Uh, probably the Blu-ray DVD digital combo is usually what I get, so we'll probably be doing that here in the near future 12 days or so and so my wife and i uh, went to see the the original muppets and we've seen it multiple times since and we've watched the muppet shows and we watched a lot of things so she's she's pretty good muppet fan but we didn't we we together we were not able to actually ever go back out and see the movie she was out of town um, with her family there for a while in march and again a couple other times in uh, april and may with some health issues with some of her family members so yeah, I was able to go see the movie actually on a preview night um, back in March, and there's an episode released that night after the showing if you want to go back and hear it. And it was called They Did a Sequel. However, we as a couple have not seen this movie together, so I'm looking forward to watching that with my wife, and I know we'll have a good time with it because she, she, she too enjoys the music uh, from Up It's Most Wanted. As I mentioned before, we ride around in our car listening to it uh, fairly often. Not, not all the time, but occasionally at least <laughs> so anyway we're done. i'm looking forward to that because of that so uh, maybe some of you are as well and one one other little tiny non-news item i think it's cool some of the things amazon will let you do i figured out uh, just a few days ago the amazon will allow you to choose music or items or albums and put them on your site as like a little uh clip player i guess is the best way to describe it so they are on muppetspodcast.com there is a little Square, where you can listen to um, snippets of the Muppets Most Wanted soundtrack. And I think that's pretty nifty. So if you're over at MuppetsPodcast.com, check that out. Okay, well, I think it's time to get into some of our Muppets Podcast news flash. I think that's what we call this. Again, it's been a while since we've done news on the show. And so we'll find our little soundbite here and get going with the news. The Muppets Podcast news flash. All right, well, I think the top story right now is there's been lots of rumors, it seems, from uh, various sources. One I'm looking at here at the moment is from the NewYorkTheaterGuide.com, and this is by Dom O'Hanlon. The Muppets to take Manhattan in live Broadway show? Question <laughs> mark. So basically, that is the rumor. Possibly Disney may be looking into having the Muppets come to the stage, as they've done with other things over these past several decades it seems now i don't know um we've had huge successes with like the lion king uh, apparently little mermaid was touring and some off-broadway type things because i know that was in the fox in atlanta not too long ago and i guess they've done aladdin and cinderella i did not know they had done all these different things and so obviously frozen is going to be there up one, one of these days that was made to be a broadway musical pretty much and so disney's definitely thinking that's a good idea and Honestly, that could be a good idea. I know we've been speculating here on the show. You know, what are going to happen to the Muppets? You know, with the 
really kind of failure of The Muppets Most Wanted in a lot of ways compared to other movies Disney puts out and compared to the previous Muppet movie, The Muppets. We've been speculating maybe The Muppets will go back to TV. Well, maybe those performers are going to go to Broadway. That would be kind of cool. I would I would like to see The Muppets perform live if I had the opportunity. Uh, I think that would be a great, great thing. So, I don't know. I guess it depends on what happens. If this you know does move forward, You know, is it going to be the actual Muppeteers, the actual performers who do the voices? Is it going to be you know someone else doing that stuff? There's all sorts of stuff I guess it would have to be worked out uh, on far as that. You know, with the other things, the animation is different because it's animated. Um, <laughs> they're, they're, you know, granted there are voice actors, but typically the voice actors aren't the ones who are going to be performing on stage. Whereas this, in this case, it really should be, in my mind, it should be those Muppeteers. If they are going to be doing Muppets live, it should be the actual people behind all of those characters. But, I don't know, we'll have to wait and see. But again, the speculation, Disney may be trying to uh, do this. Uh, the reportedly, here from their New York Theater Guide, Disney has recently workshopped live versions of their colorful characters with the aim to present their first Broadway production in the near future. And some speculation in the article goes on to say they think it could basically translate Muppets Take Manhattan into a musical. I mean, all the Muppet movies are kind of musicals anyway, so that kind of lends itself to this format, which is... I guess a good thing. Muppets Take Manhattan does take place in New York, so that's another good thing. Muppets are funny. <laughs> so who knows? We'll have to wait and see. One of the main things I really like about the Muppets Take Manhattan, there's a few things, but I guess one of the main things is the Muppet Babies that you know that came out of that. And so, again, I'm always champion of, I want to see the Muppet Babies on DVD, Blu-ray, or at least Netflix. So hopefully we'll, we'll hear something more about this soon. But yeah, I think that would be fantastic if the Muppets take Broadway or whatever they come up with on that. And one thing, since I mentioned Muppet Babies, I guess we'll go ahead and talk about this. I I was kind of debating what to include in this episode or not. And one thing I found today, uh, the 31st of today, it was about two weeks ago, maybe less, 19 days ago, the, uh, there's a video published over on YouTube, and it's the Muppet Babies Saturday Morning Slow Jams. And so we're going to probably play just a brief clip of that, and you can be able to check that out over on YouTube if you would care to. Again, this is entitled Muppet Babies Saturday Morning Slow Jams. Alrighty then. Well, I think that's pretty much going to cover our Muppet portion of the news. Uh, We're going to do a little bit here next up with some Sesame Street news. Sesame Street Watch! Something like that. (laughs) The top story I have here for the Sesame Street is that the New York Public Library, and this can be found over at nypl.org slash Sesame Street, they are introducing a... 45th anniversary Sesame Street exhibition at the library. And the uh, title of their post here at the New York Public Library website is Somebody Come and Play. 45 years of Sesame Street helping kids grow smarter, stronger, 
and kinder. And this was published a few days ago. Again, this exhibition is going to go on from September 18th of this year through January 31st of next year. The New York Public Library Performing Arts is working with Sesame Workshop. And this is going to give us an opportunity, all of us, if we are in the area or can make plans to go to the area, to see what it's like to actually make an episode of Sesame Street. It'll show um, the participants, or the consumers, whatever, who come to this exhibition. It'll show you how they develop their television series or show from scripts to storyboards to their designs, how they do the music, and I think that's really pretty cool. They're going to show behind-the-scenes footage, they're going to show animation shells, photographs, blueprints, all sorts of stuff. Along with you know, highlights from the show, there's going to be all sorts of memorabilia there, apparently. Products like albums, toys, clothing, artwork, newspaper comics, all sorts of things that you, if you were able to attend, will be able to interact with and look at and, and check out. And apparently, Snuffy and Super Grover are going to be there to welcome visitors in a reading area. So that's pretty sweet. And so again, this is going on at the New York Public Library for Performing Arts. And if you would like more information, go over to nypl.org slash Sesame Street. And I think that's pretty cool. So, that. And then one other thing I saw just as I was making the rounds for the old Muppet News. I think I mentioned this before. I have a set of Google News Alerts set up for several things. I have one for set up for Muppets. One set up for Sesame Street. One set up for Fraggle Rock. One set up for Jim Henson. So, anytime throughout a day... When an article is released that is part of the Google News feed, basically, it'll shoot me an email once a day with with a list of those articles. And so that's where I find a lot of this information. So one thing that came across the old email a few days ago, this was published on July 21st over at DigitalSpy.com. They had an interview with Joel McHale, who you may know from The Soup. Or if you're like me, maybe you're a fan of Community, which is definitely one of my favorite TV shows, which is why I'm, I'm about to start a new podcast about Community called Intro to GCC, which is Greendale Community College. And Joel McHale uh, plays Jeff Winger on that show. And actually, one show, one episode, <laughs> they do fun things on the show. One episode, they actually have Muppets. Oh, I guess unofficially Muppets. I mean, they're technically Muppet and that name or whatever is owned by Disney now, but... I'm pretty sure it was actually Jim Henson Company created puppets that replaced the characters when they had like a mental breakdown and they were seeing each other as Muppets in one episode. Because they've done all sorts of things like that. They've had a G.I. Joe episode. Literally, it was a G.I. Joe animated cartoon. They had a Claymation Christmas episode. All sorts of fun, fun things. But anyway, back to the point of all this. Joel McHale was a guest on the Sesame Street, I guess, a couple of years ago. And we'll, we'll probably play a clip of his YouTube video here from that. But, um, Joel was being uh, interviewed by Morgan Jeffrey there at DigitalSpy.com, and he had some things to ask about Sesame Street, which is kind of cool, and so that's why we have this here. Joel McHale, he basically says that appearing on Sesame Street was like the pinnacle of his career, and he helped define the word prickly, but this is his quote in the article. It's those moments, like when I was on Sesame Street, where I was like, oh... I have arrived. I have achieved a certain amount of success because Sesame Street is asking me to come on. It was thrilling. I couldn't believe I was doing it. I was really profane when the camera was off. <laughs> okay. They sent me a script to see if it was okay with... I'm like, you don't need to send me a script. It's approved, approved all the way. So he helped define the word prickly 
and uh, we'll play a little bit of clip of that. But as just a Joel McHale fan, a community fan, I saw this new Sesame Street News um, at Digital Spy, so I figured we would briefly mention that here in the old Muppets Podcast Newsflash. Okay, so here is a brief clip of Joel McHale helping to define the word prickly. Hi, I'm Joel, and I'm here to tell you all about the word prickly. Now, the word prickly means covered in sharp points, and I'm going to show you some prickly things. This is a cactus. Hey, look, I'm a busy plant. Can we get to the point here? Of course we can. We can get to all the points. Huh? See these pointy spines all over you, cactus? Well, yeah. Well, they are very sharp, and they are what make you prickly. Wow. You get me, Joel. You really get me. Okay, well, that was Joe McHale, and we do have one more uh, story here. It's maybe the last one. I'm not sure. Oh, I have two, but I think I'm going to save one for the next go-around. Another, uh, I think, important information has come out the past few weeks, and this one was, this was from a couple weeks ago, where the news was, was released that... Honestly, I have no idea how to pronounce this name. I think these are the same people who've done some other um, Jim Henson comic books in the past. Archaea? Archaea? Archaea, maybe. That's it. I don't know what it's called. But anyway, possibly Archaea Comics and Jim, the Jim Henson Company have teamed up again. They're going to be releasing a, a short like mini-series, a limited run, a four-part Fraggle Rock comic book, which is kind of fun. It's going to be called Fraggle Rock Journey to the Everspring and it is set to be released in October, which is cool. And apparently the uh, idea here, just a brief you know, spoiler alert here, the Fraggles are out looking for the Everspring because they need more water there down at Fraggle Rock. So <laughs> that's pretty much what's going on with the, the new upcoming comic book from uh, Arch- Archaea. I don't know. But this will be written by a lady named Kate Leith. And it will be illustrated by Jake Myler. So, very cool stuff. Alright, well I think that's going to wrap up our brief discussion of a little bit of news for this go-around for the Muppets podcast. Uh, I, I don't know, like I, I know I've probably mentioned this before, but I'm kind of a fan of shorter podcasts as a individual here. For me personally, it's nice as uh, I work and things to have short little things because sometimes some of the podcasts I listen to are two three hours long and I'm like wow it's really long and so yes you can you can kind of space that out over days and whatnot but it's also at the same time nice to be able to like click through a couple episodes if you haven't caught up to date anyway I like short form podcasts one of my all-time favorite podcasts and I may have mentioned this on this show before I don't know maybe I have it was uh, Pop Spotting from Ryan and Jen uh, they were famous in the podcast realm in the early days for the transmission, it was a lost podcast. They were just fantastic people, super great. And pop spotting was, I think, I think they were trying to do it five times a week there for a while. But they were short little episodes, like fifteen minutes long. And so, I don't know. I just really enjoyed that format. And then I had another podcast I listened to a lot, did something similar for a while. And I really, I really liked the short episodes. So anyway, that's kind of the pattern I've tried to follow here. I don't know. I don't feel like I want to just draw on and on and on and bore you to tears. Bore you to tears, laddie. I don't know. And then I might start doing bad impressions and so probably shouldn't do that. So anyway, we are going to wrap this episode up here for the Muppets Podcast. And we're going to come back hopefully a little sooner than a month away because that Muppets um, DVD, Muppets Most Wanted, will be hitting the shelves, like I said, in about 12 days from today. So 
Hopefully we'll come back sooner than later and talk about Most Most Wanted, the Blu-ray, and some of the special features, some of those behind-the-scenes things, some of those maybe cut cameos. Currently, I have not seen all the specifications of what's included, and so there may be some cool things to talk about there. So anyway, um, lots of ways you can get in contact with us, lots of ways you can listen to the show. You can find all that information over at MuppetsPodcast.com. You can email us at MuppetsPodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash MuppetsPodcast. You can also find us on Twitter at MuppetsPodcast. You can uh, find us on Google+, Plus, which is, I think at this point, the way it's listed is Plus Muppets Podcast. You can call into the show. Leave us a voicemail. We've heard some of those in our listener feedback episode last time. You can call in and leave us a voicemail, or you can text this number if you'd like to send us a quick text message. And that is 302-4-MUPPET. That's 302-468-7738. And like I mentioned earlier, you can find us in iTunes. You can search for Muppets Podcast. You can search for Jimmy and Georgia. We have the Muppets Podcast feed, and we also have a Jimmy and Georgia radio like Master Feed that shows all the shows we do. And the same is true for Stitcher Radio On Demand. You can find The Muppets Podcast there. Or, if you'd like, you can find Jimmy and Georgia Radio. It has the other shows we are doing. Uh, we just released another a new episode of the Random City Podcast just a few days ago. That one's up there on Stitcher and or in the iTunes store as well. And so... We'd appreciate uh, either way, however you want to listen to the show. That's awesome. Obviously, if you're hearing this, you found us already, and we thank you for doing that. And so, I'd love to hear from you guys. If you have any thoughts about Muppets on Broadway, or Fraggle Rock comic books, or Sesame Street's exhibition at the New York Public Library, or whatever else, be sure to email us, call us, tweet us, Facebook us, text us, whatever you want to do. There's all sorts of ways you can contact us. Until next time, for the Muppets Podcast, the official podcast of WakaWaka.net, proud part of Jimmy and Georgia Radio. I am Jimmy and Georgia. Peace. I think there's a K in Knucklehead.